Hello everyone, welcome to the new season of the Digital Adoption Show, Season 3. I'm your host for the episode, Tamana Chanana, and I head the global growth marketing here at Wartex. Today, we are going to explore the concept about employee persona development and its impact on the employee experience and digital transformation. Frankly, it sounds very interesting. So let's get some deeper insights from the expert himself. I'm really excited to host Colin Rankin, who's the founder of NextGeo, which basically means next generation, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> and HR tech and digital transformation consulting that empowers HR and learning teams to create better workplace experiences, an industry-recognized content creator and mentator on all things HR technology, and someone who walks the talk, having helped his clients with innovative tools and strategies to adapt the pace of digital change, and has recently been featured in HR magazine skills for the future. And also to add on, he's an expert in HR technology and employee experience topics, passionate about helping HR teams use technology to improve employee experience and create a more engaged and productive force. I'm really impressed by your experience, Colin, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Tamana. It's uh, really great to be here. I am glad that you made it and this is the first time we'll we'll be featuring that so definitely i'm really excited to have you here so to start with let's get to know who you are personally and professionally colin tell our listeners more about you so as you mentioned um, in your introduction i'm colin and i have spent my entire career working in hr and hr digital transformation uh, and one of uh, the things that I've become particularly passionate about is how we can make the experience of work as friction-free as possible. And, you know, fortunately, now I'm in the position where I get to do that through uh, my own HR technology and employee experience consultancy, as you mentioned, um, NX General. Great. Thanks for giving a short brief about yourself. To start the episode, uh, let's do a quick round of rapid-fire questions. I usually tend to make these very funny questions, especially to warm our audience up and will warm you up as well, so that there are a lot of questions that are coming your way. Okay, to start with, the first question is, if you have to create a company mascot uh, based on yourself, what would it be and why? It's a really, uh, really good question. So, you know those uh, build-your-own teddy bear places that you find in most shopping centres here in the UK? You can pretty much find them up and down the country. I'd probably commission like a life-size version of one of those and get them out wearing like an NX General branded hoodie or something like that and see if, um, see if we can uh, attract uh, some yeah. people that way. Wow, that sounds really fun. And recently <laughs> I saw one of those in uh, Legoland. So I'm sure people enjoy all of these stuff, and especially mascots. Um, I love when I see these in Salesforce events. Trailhead community is full of them. So frankly, I have a special corner for all of this. Coming to the second question, uh, if you could replace your job title with a funny one, what would it be? 
Well, right, so funny and unconventional. So, yeah, I mean, I, um, I guess last year I was... Um, uh, I'd taken a little bit of inspiration from uh, the recent uh, Top Gun movie. I'd probably go something like HR Maverick of HR technology and employee experience or something like that. Oh, still want to stick with HR? <laughs> yes, so still in HR um, and very much kind of, I guess, donning that, uh, as we often are expected to do in HR, donning that kind of... Uh, cape if you like and, and really flying the flag for uh, what we do which i think you know a lot of hr professionals particularly through the pandemic we have uh, been working very very hard so i think that's yeah that's a nice place for us to start that's a fair fact i know how hard it was especially i hopped on to a new job and then uh, getting everything sorted out was a great challenge but yeah I think so. Kudos to all the HR folks who have been supporting us, and especially the ops guys as well. So, hats off. <laughs> yep, hats off to all the people who are, uh, I guess, on the front line, if you like, in terms of um, all that um, HR service provision and really fielding all the inquiries and stuff like that through the pandemic. I think there's a lot of uh, unsung heroes out there who've done a really great job. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Coming back to the third question, if your life was made into a comedy movie, what would be the title? So I'd like to go something like Intrepid Adventures or something that really kind of conveys this piece around uh, curiosity. I think in HR, you really need to have an open mindset and be prepared for lots of different scenarios and be prepared to go on. Uh, different journeys at different times with the organisation as different things yeah. happen. So um, I think uh, something like that. I'm not I mean I'm not sure how funny the movie would be, but um, it would certainly um, it would certainly be an adventure anyway. Sure. If people love it, then it will be a hit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And of course, you are from Scotland. So uh, tell us your favourite place to visit here. Yeah. So. Um, we're actually very lucky at the moment, as you know, we're going through a, a massive heat wave, so lots yeah. of uh, lots of great weather going around at the moment. Um, but regardless of what time of year you visit Scotland, I I really enjoy um, Glencoe, particularly uh, mm. because of the drive. You get a really nice scenic drive up past Glencoe, and then if you absolutely, you know, if you do decide to venture in. Um, there's some great trail walks and stuff like that, and it, it never yeah. disappoints, no matter what time of year you visit. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that. Anyway, I'm planning to go to Scotland maybe the end of the year. So yeah, I'll look forward and go and check it you out. You have sure. to do it. You have to visit. Definitely. I'll stay in touch. Okay. This is the end of the rapid fire round. Let's start by defining what employee personas are and why they matter. Could you provide some insights on that? Yeah, so I think it's a really great question. And obviously, um, it's a great place for us to start in terms of, you know, what are personas and why do they matter? How do they try to provide value to people? So I like to think of employee personas like our window into what the experience of work actually feels like at a very grassroots level. So Mm-hmm. Um, really at the core of the business, what does that experience feel like? 
Now, by definition, employee personas are semi-fictional representations or mm. groups of users uh, or groups of people who share different um, viewpoints, different perspectives, uh, and mm. pain points and challenges in relation to a particular uh, use case or scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in an employee experience context, you can think of that like, uh, for example, a specific aspect of the employee journey, like onboarding or recruitment or offboarding. Mm -hmm. um, but they also have an application which is beyond that, which is looking at business problems. And I think this is something that we're seeing a lot more of mm -hmm. come through, particularly in HR operating models and how people actually run their HR functions. And yeah. it's a new way for us to look at um, challenges that we're facing uh, through that employee lens and really um, also with the, the fact that we're moving into a much more digital HR environment. It's about looking at, for example, a HR or learning tool um, mm -hmm. through the eyes of the customer, through the eyes of the individual and how that experience actually looks and feels for them that sounds fascinating i'm sure uh, especially for the people who are in hr it's a really um, a really good place either way it's personas really allow us to get that street level perspective about what's important to people and i think that's the the yeah. key takeaway for the audience definitely and in fact i'll tell you uh, we usually create buyer personas in marketing as well so any product that we are planning to target any product or the market that we are planning to target we usually end up creating that so i think it is very relevant and it is a good perspective to start and look at the way if you would really want to go ahead and find the right person for your job definitely yeah. great move yeah okay coming back to the second question how can employee personas actually enhance the employee experience in regards to the employee experience i think we have to acknowledge that we have seen an unprecedented amount of change going in business recently and particularly mm. on a, a digital front in terms of digital transformation or as I often like to refer to it now as, as digital evolution, we're in this space where um, we are seeing not only new tools and products hit the market, but really mm -hmm. big new waves of things like generative AI, for example, coming into yeah. the mainstream yeah. and also uh, really uh, shaking up the market, if you like, and, mm -hmm. and grabbing people's attention. Yeah. And I think at the moment, uh, personas really help us to get back to that human element about what work actually feels like. So what is the mm -hmm. experiential impact um, mm -hmm. that new tools and new products are having? And that's certainly something that I focus on heavily within NX General in terms of the work that we do. And yeah. I think if we look at the employee experience and if we think about that employment life cycle journey, for example, mm -hmm. from onboarding to offboarding, yeah. Um, the personas really just get us into that mindset and it's really important mm -hmm. that we have that customer-centric mindset where we build empathy okay. with the people that are the end users and the end customers of our products and services. Mm -hmm. 
this is really a positive impact especially on the employee experience because anyway the person is very clear that this is what is expected and this is what my journey is going to be with this and uh, this is what the entire function looks like so i like to know how do you actually relate it to digital transformation that's the question yeah so when it comes to hr digital transformation and even you know beyond employee experience and mm-hmm. employee experience strategy when we're using employee personas, we're really using data and using real world feedback directly from our people to pull that into the products and services that we are designing and really make sure that they meet our target audience's expectations. And the expectation side of some of things is really important at the moment. We know that mm-hmm. across different segments of our of our people populations, we have different expectations and it's really about as employers, how can we meet those? So as I mentioned just then, we're really positioning employees as customers. We're thinking about how we can best serve them and how Mm -hmm. we can create our experiences and our change strategies from a digital transformation perspective around what Mm -hmm. they actually want and need versus how we as HR professionals often go mm-hmm. into a situation with a particular vision or a particular outlook. Mm-hmm. That's really an important point. As we see the pace things have been moving, the way HR teams have been supporting digital transformation for different teams. And if I compare that to the software adoption pace of the employees, then actually it makes a lot of sense and it's a circular motion that keeps on going. One one function is dependent on another to make the entire loop function in that way. Okay, let's try and understand more with an example. Give us an example of employee personas if you have actually applied in one of your clients or how in real world scenario it is the, something like this is applicable. Yeah, so... Um, I've been using personas for uh, quite some time now, and one of the best examples I actually have is from one of our clients in the education sector. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, they have really embraced the principles of design thinking and co-creation, which Mm -hmm. really are the fundamental building blocks of this whole persona concept in terms of um, how we go about designing personas. Yeah. Um, when we go into a digital transformation or any um, HR technology product or uh, product innovation, we really mm-hmm. have to think about uh, stakeholder buy-in and sustaining st- stakeholder buy-in over yeah. that extended period. Um, mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of companies now who have multiple different solutions. Um, each of those is on their own timeline and has their own product development cycle. Yeah. So the challenge for HR leaders is how to manage those expectations and also mm-hmm. how to continuously deliver and drive value from those products. So yeah. um, stakeholder buy-in has to be one of the most essential components of sustaining any technology and business. And the personas that we uh, developed uh, and went through the process uh, with them on was really about extending out the longevity of uh, products and also helping make the transition between two products 
mm-hmm. um, at a particular time. So we know that when people shift products, it's about training, it's about education, but it's also about yeah. user engagement and buy-in. Yeah, true. I think it's very much applicable in a lot of other industries as well. Tell me about the key takeaways that people can actually learn from this. Yeah, so I'd like to, I guess, give three key uh, takeaways to the audience today in terms mm-hmm. of um, what they walk away from from this. And uh, the first is that when it comes to any HR digital transformation, we really want to be involving people mm-hmm. early on in that process. And by doing so, uh, we yep. not only help um, secure future engagement on our projects, mm-hmm. but we also... Um, are able to create that early alignment, which is so essential, not just from a HR perspective, but from Mm -hmm. um, a general business perspective in terms of how do we move forward with this and how do we make it the best possible experience that we can for our people? Yeah. So number one is, you know, involve people early uh, in your process. Mm -hmm. The second thing is really to think about the employee experience impact. So what is the experiential impact of the new product or service or digital tool that I'm introducing? And how Mm -hmm. can we make sure that that is going to add value to the employee experience? So quite often what we see is, for example, new tools are introduced that cause frustration and actually Mm -hmm. create disengagement. Um, and yeah. pull us in a different direction than maybe what we had originally first anticipated we would go on. Mm-hmm. And then the final thing is really around case setting and setting the right pace in terms of for you and your organisation as you move forward with HR digital transformation. Yeah. And I think it's super important that organisations don't get lost trying to chase the latest tech innovation trend, for example, mm-hmm. if it's AI or anything else that pops up. And yeah. then we really continue to focus on the human element of what we're doing and how we can keep people at the centre of that. And I think that's really important, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to something like digital adoption. Yeah, people have a lot to learn from this episode because this is completely new concept. We can consider a case study around this and then we can discuss more about a persona development as well. So any parting thoughts for audience? I would um, I would just say that, you know, again, it's one of the things is we're going through a huge amount of change and transformation at the moment. As I mentioned at the top, we have new tools, new things coming on the scene. And it's just super important that organizations aren't overwhelmed by that and mm-hmm. continue to focus on the people who consume their products and yeah. services and how they shape those to continue to add value over mm-hmm. a sustained period that's true thank you so much colin for coming up for this episode it was a fruitful discussion for sure where can our audience actually reach out to you if they really want to dig deeper into this concept Yeah, so if they want to contact me, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn or via our website, which is www.nxgeneral.com. Amazing. Thank you so much. Once again, here we come to the end of the episode of the Digital Adoption Show. Thank you so much for listening to this. 
please feel free to share a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. And stay tuned for more such insightful episodes. Looking forward for more such ones.